There are different rules for certain people in this group. Erica and Kyle talk for like two minutes, and they're good. And then Erica can hold a grudge against Sutton for years. There's obviously a double standard. I think she just felt attacked, and that she felt like she had to, that there was like victims, 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 and she feels like, you know. Yeah, but guess what, there are. She wants her group of friends to have compassion for her. But why can't she show compassion for them? You do really, you did read that article today, right? Yeah. You read it, so you see that there's not always just cut and dry, right? There is no misunderstanding of her position. And I'm now understanding that that's your position, and that's fine. My position is this. I don't know all the information. Neither do you. Who does this remind you well, of? She said Wait, who does this remind you of? I'm gonna tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Blah, 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 oh blah. my god, really? <laughs> I was like this, sweetie, it's time for you to go. Now I'll stay here all night. And I was like, no, ma'am. What happened last night is not okay. She will always think it's okay. Am I surprised that Lisa, Erica, and Kai are laughing and making light of what happened last night? No. But Erica screaming at me all night, if I did that to one of them, be sure we would not be making light of it today. It would go on forever. Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hey, darling. How out there? I'm good, thanks. You? Oh, uh, not bad. Back's getting better. Still sore. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I got a cramp where it was the other night. I'm not going to lie. I cried. I needed help to get on the loo. I needed help to get off the loo. Then I had a mini meltdown. I would have had a big meltdown. So well done. Yeah, no, it was very mini. It was like two seconds. I was very yeah. proud of myself. So was my therapist that I discussed with yesterday. She's Good very proud you. of me. Yeah. Yeah. Did you relate it to a housewives metaphor at all? No, but you know how Not often I do that? I related it to a RuPaul metaphor, actually. Oh, I love. Because, you know, I've been having a lot of rest time with said back injury. Yeah. I've just been re-watching all the RuPaul's. Like I started at season three. I can't do season one and two. I don't know what's wrong with me. I've watched seasons three, four, five and six, and now I'm in the middle of watching seven. Great. I know. They're a good bunch. Most positive TV ever. Really? Yeah, it's so uplifting. It's like going to church, really. It is. <laughs> it's a day. It's a weekly practice. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was a great episode. Oh my god, so good! I loved it. Me too. It was amazing. Amazing. I, I've seen people on like Twitter say, "Keep these girls at this altitude because it's driving them all crazy, and it's amazing." Okay, that is such a good point. It's such a, crap a good point. point. All right, so it's my turn in it. Yeah. Episode 18, Rocky Mountain By. I didn't get that. I'm pretty sure there's a 70s rock song that's called Rocky Mountain Way. So oh. I think well, that's, you know, alluding by, to. But uh, it was a flop title, but great episode. Yeah, by Felicia, I think. I think, it was oh. a, I think it was all of them, like, ditching each other. Which was great to see. I know. You wouldn't expect this fuckface five alliance that we've had for so long. Uh It's so interesting to see different dynamics instead of them just all being like one cohesive unit. That's what we've needed. That is exactly what we've needed. Yes. But the way that Erica fights, including with her friends, they are too scared to fight with her. Kyle doesn't, she gets really upset and takes everything personally. It's like, what's the point in fighting when I know I'm going to concede anyway? So, yeah, I I think that's, I don't know if that's where they're coming from. I mean, I don't know if that's where they're coming from. That's how I see it. But Erica fights dirty. Oh, she's a horrible, horrible, horrible person. I mean, as Jennifer Lawrence says, she's evil. So we're just going to call her evil Erica from now on. She is evil. But the thing is, she's also still so camp. And, like, I've been, you know, wanting her to be fired or whatever, but lately mm. I'm like, you know what, it is kind of fun to have her just leave someone's house in the middle of the night because of a disagreement. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, she's she's making great TV. So fun. So, and because she is so devoid of feeling for anyone other than herself, I don't feel guilty saying that. Yeah, your life's oh, falling no. apart and you're making great TV and I don't feel bad about that. Well, and she knows it too, remember, because – that last reunion last year mm. when she was like, oh, we've had the best ratings ever. This reunion was the best ever because of me. Yeah. It's like, wow. 
Well, she doesn't. I was going to say she doesn't realise, but I'm sure she does. She doesn't express the fact it's because of her misfortune. Like, it's always like you're leaving the most pertinent information of that sentence, bitch. <laughs> but again, I don't have to feel bad. No. So, woohoo for us. Yeah. So I did enjoy that opening sequence with the snowy Rocky Mountain. For a sec there, I was like, are we in Salt Lake City? What's going on? I know. I kind of got excited. (laughs) Me too. So we open with Carl and Rinna talking. Everyone's talking about the night before with Erica fucking going off like a lunatic. So Yes. And it was the best sort of like, instead of doing a previously on, they just did this like where they recap it, which I much prefer. Well, because they're finally all together and we don't have to get bullshit scenes of them on the phone with each other. So this is what I'm loving about Aspen. Like when was the last time we had the women together this often? So Mm -hmm. I love it. So Kyle is obviously upset finally by Erica and even Rinna admits that there are actual victims, not alleged victims. Then we switch over quickly to the rental house and I love it. They're all lounging around on a couch in their PJs, slippers, eye patches, basically having the same conversation. And we get all the flashes of Erica from last week going off. Mm-hmm. The best flashy of all, though, is something that we hadn't seen, which was 10 hours earlier, they were in the van ride home. And they're trying to explain to Erica that the victims are separate from herself in order to try to get her to acknowledge them. And she's like, didn't I acknowledge that like nine months ago? She means at reunion. And what was that acknowledgement? I didn't go back and look at it. I believe it was one sentence of acknowledgement saying something like, you know, yes, I feel bad, but blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's not really what we're wanting. (laughs) Which is kind of what she does in this episode as well. And I was thinking, you know, with that comment of hers, like, didn't I acknowledge that nine months ago? I'm like, is that how much time lapsed before Tom responded to all the victims every time they asked, where my money at? Like Mm -hmm. nine months. I'm like, what the fuck? So, look, she's still ranting in the van. She says, I'm not apologising for shit. And I kind of had a thought, like, I can only imagine if she's going off like this in public, how does she go (sighs) off in private? Like in in her lawyer's office, right? Can you imagine how much she goes off every time they tell her there's another fucking lawsuit? Like, Oh, she'd be a nightmare. I no longer think that it's her lawyers telling her not to comment sympathetically or not to express compassion. I think this is her. I think this is her strategy completely. I no longer think it has anything to do with advice from lawyers. Nuh-uh. So... Kyle and Kathy, they're walking Stormy the puppy. I mean, I've never seen Kyle walk her dog. It's all because Kathy's telling her to walk her fucking dog. That's what I'm saying. Now, I don't really know about dog maintenance in snowier climates. Yes. Are, are dogs meant to wear like little snow booties or anything? Or are they is that type of breed all good for a snow um, spin It's a German around? Shepherd, so I would say okay with the snow maybe. Hmm. But um, I don't know. The girl's got lots of dogs and I get the impression that she is obsessed with her dog, so I'm sure she would have asked someone. Yeah, I'm not trying to mum shame her. I'm just, like, genuinely interested. (laughs) I mean, there are definitely some dogs that are fine with the snow, so maybe German Shepherds are fine with the snow. Mm. I mean, I'll never have to worry about that ever again, but it's it's nice to think about. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've seen little videos of dogs running out in the snow and they love it, so... I wonder what our dogs would be like in the snow. I think Chino would hate it. Um... Kato would love it. Every time we go to the beach, he nosedives straight into the water. He loves it. Wow. And Dax would hate it. Yeah. I mean, she's The Chihuahuas, not, not big snow people. No, mate. Does it snow in Mexico? No. I, I do. Yeah, I guess not. Well, it doesn't snow in fucking Pasadena. Yeah. So, again, Kyle is paying Kathy out for the shoes that she's wearing. Well, was she wearing Ugg boots? Like, they didn't seem that well designed for the snow. No, they were fucking wedges, mate. They were wedged boots. (laughs) I don't disagree with her, but it's just, Kyle, stop paying your sister out in front of your friends. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not nice. Yeah, and she's like one of the only ones left in your house at the moment. Yeah, that's true, right? So they meet up. Oh, by the way, Rinna was with them, whatever, who cares? So they meet up with Garcelle Sutton and Crystal at a cafe, but somehow Kathy gets lost along the way. What really bothered me was that Kyle came into the cafe, Mm. she sat down, then she looked around and she went, where's Kathy? And it's like, surely you knew you've lost her by that point, that you were sitting down. No, I don't think she cares. (laughs) She doesn't fucking care. The only time she cared is when it was time to film a scene, quote unquote. You know what I mean? It's all about her and the TV. 
Ugh. I just don't know how you lose a person. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you lose a Kathy Hilton. Like, <laughs> yeah. why are they all sucking up to Diana? You want to suck up to a rich bitch, suck up to Kathy. Like, yes, could you yes, imagine I know. the Christmas gifts from Kathy? It'd be wonderful. I remember, but... remember the gifts they got last year? I remember them being Gorge. Wasn't it Baccarat I, I... Crystal? Oh, yeah, Baccarat sounds right. I didn't find Diana that evil this episode. Maybe because she just took a back seat to Erica being evil. I was like, Diana's not that bad. She wasn't in the episode. She was like, you know, she was window dressing in the episode. It was fucking great. That's kind of how I prefer her. Yeah, Yeah. me too. Take a back seat, bitch. Honk, honk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that was, but anyway. I loved it. Oh, thanks. So Kyle tells us after she got back to her house, remember how you were saying last week, like Kyle, they all like stormed out and left Kyle at the rental, like, Mm-hmm. So this is the aftermath of that. So Kyle gets back to her house and Erica's stuff is all gone. And she's like, I went home 15 minutes later. Bitch had massive suitcases. So she suspects that Dorit and Diana helped her pack. Now, I did well, laugh yeah. when she included Diana in on that. I'm like, Diana doesn't pack, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't pack her own shit. No. And then, of course, we get flashes of Erica grabbing all her shit, we see direct- Rage packing. Rage packing. Very good descriptor, rage packing. I need to use that in a sentence today so I don't forget it. And we do see Dorit packing with her. And all I kept thinking was, sucked in, Erica, you have to pack your own shit and drag out your own suitcases. So good. Here's where I was thinking, like, this is so camp. I was like, imagine being that angry that people are confronting you on you being a horrible person that you leave and go to a hotel. I loved it. Yeah. I never thought of it as campy, but it totally is. I kind of think, yeah, I was looking at Erica through the camp lens this week because, again, she's a horrible person. But when she was like, I don't want to go to a hat store, I was like, oh, my God, she's relatable all of a sudden. (laughs) I'm relating to this woman who doesn't want to look at hats. Fair enough. See, it is much more fun sometimes when we go, okay, let's try to put my anger aside. But it was only because there was a lot to enjoy. Sometimes it's just them getting drunk and fighting, so there's nothing else to focus on. Yeah, exactly. There's lots of little scenes this episode, but I totally get why because they were all so fabulous. So Mm -hmm. Tariq gets Diana to go into a so chic store. She says it twice. Doesn't she know Diana is allergic to stores? (laughs) Was this store ghost busted earlier? Did you notice that while they were in the store, Diana didn't touch anything? Most of the time she had her hands either in or near her pockets. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I was watching to see if she was actually (laughs) going to, you know, at least fake brows, you know, when you're touching everything and looking at it going, hmm, hmm. But you really don't like any of it. She didn't. No. And Erica rocks up in fucking full fucking fur pretending she's still rich and she wants all the pink ski outfits, but of course she doesn't buy anything because she can't afford it. I know she's just loudly being like, "Oh, this one's nice. I wouldn't mind if anyone bought that one for me." And Diana's just ignoring her. I know, rude. Did she say that? I wouldn't mind if anyone would buy that for me. No, that was her vibe. Oh yes, exactly, exactly. And then Kyle at the cafe with the ladies is talking about this fucking hat store. She wants to go to a hat store, and I just kept thinking, "Poor Nathan." Poor, poor Nathan. I mean, you had to not only put up with the hats last week, but now we're getting scenes all about hats. Can I just get, uh, this is dipping into throughout the episode because it's her storyline, but can I just have a little rant about the hats for a second? Go, Go ahead, please. Does she own fucking stock in this hat company? Why is she pushing it so much? Kathy Hilton can't even rep her daughter's fucking tequila, whereas Kyle's spruiking this hat company for all to see. And it's like, are you really that upset that someone doesn't want to go to a store? Not your store, just a hat store. And you're crying that people aren't coming to your hat event because hats are so important to you. They're like your children. You have real children, Kyle. Like, what is this with hats? Get over it. And they were talking about, like, we got to distress the hats, distress the hats. I was like, I'm distressed. <laughs> Anyway, now we can move on. Oh, my God. So, normally, people, I can't see Nathan because I have yet to bother having two screens in front of me. So, I'm reading my notes off my lappy. So, because Nathan had prepared me for said rant, I went to the video. You got you should have seen him, guys. It was hilarious. And the, best part, up. the best part was his dog is in the background behind him 
sleeping on a pillow, didn't fucking flinch. Did yeah, not even flinch when Papa went off. Loved it. That was a fucking 10 out of 10 rant, my friend. Thank you. Well, I had to get it out. I'm happy you did and it was yeah. worth it. It was perfection. Great. Very impressed. I mean, you should run for politics, quite frankly. Mm, it was, maybe. It was concise. The anti-hat party. The anti-hat party. I love it. I love it. All and right. That's the thing. I do enjoy a little hat from time to time for myself. Yeah, Just I've a seen little you, cat. I've seen you in a bucket hat. I love a bucket hat, but she's taking it too goddamn far. I know. And out of all of them, she looks the worst in the hat. Like even <laughs> Rina looked cute in one of those hats. Bitch, can, Rina can wear a hat. I don't enjoy the bucket hats on her, but she can rock a hat. Yeah, Kyle doesn't wear the hats. The hats wear her. Correct. It's like her head's small or the hats are too big or something. She doesn't really suit a hat. And like last week when they were interrupting Kathy's tequila and the hat fell yeah. off or Erica was wearing the hat, she was like, give me my hat back. My hair looks bad. I was like, we can still see your hair when you're wearing that hat. You like, mean it's- Kyle? Yeah. How does her hair look bad? She's got sh- dead straight hair. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, it looks the exact same. It's washed. It's dead straight. Like how does that look bad? Maybe she's got like a little bald patch she's trying to hide. Maybe. I don't know what's going on. How does, how does dead straight hair look bad? I don't know. She just must be insecure about her head. I don't get it, but I also don't care. So, <laughs> all right. Yep. So, back at the – oh, fuck, I keep forgetting where everyone is. Hold on, let me find They're notes. at the fancy store. Oh, that's right. That's only open in, like, two locations. Yes. Back at the fancy schmancy store, only open in two locations. I mean, can we talk about that for a sec? Well, usually that's a bad thing, but I love how they're trying to spin it to be like, we're exclusive. And I'm like, no, you just haven't done franchising. Yeah. <laughs> Like Dorit, the first thing she says when she walks into the store is she says to the shop boy, sorry, <laughs> shop girl. Shop boy. That, that was an abfab reference. Shop girl, sorry. She has to say to him, I've been into your flagship store. It's like you're showing off to the sales associate now. I know. Like, I you know. have to show off to everyone or are you showing off to Diana because she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like to Diana, Dorit is on par with the sales associate at the shop. Like, yeah, it you know was very I mean? sweaty. It was, oh, beyond, beyond sweaty. Ugh. It was fucking torrential. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Erica says she's not going to the hat store. And even Diana tries to explain to Erica where Kyle was coming from. But basically, Dorit and Diana, they're trying to get Erica to see it, but Erica can't see it, so they drop it. So I'm like, so you're not going to tell her that you feel completely the opposite how she does? How is that a friendship? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, Crystal brings it up earlier and she's like, yeah, part of the problem is how you speak to people. It's not about the content of what you're saying. It's just, like, park the whole victims and it's got to be sorted out in court, blah, blah, blah. Just, like, be nice to your friends. Yeah, exactly. And so... Erica then goes on about the lawsuit that was dropped and that it's a victory and she's been proven right, blah, blah, blah. How many times did she bring it up as well? I know. And, again, it's that thing of her leaving off the most crucial part of the sentence, which is they dropped the lawsuit in Illinois, so (laughs) it's being refiled in LA, in California, which it is. So this isn't a win. Her lawyers would have told her that this is probably going to happen. So she knew when she was claiming victory, she knew full well that they were going to refile. Well, she's trying to win in the court of public opinion at that point. As much as she hates the court of public opinion, she's like, look at me, I've got a victory. And then she kept trying to, yeah, bring it up. And thank God Crystal did the reading. She got that article subscription and read every sentence. Thank the Lord. And she says they're going to refile. And then Kyle's like, potentially they're not. And it's like, I think that this fucks Force 5 keep perpetuating this narrative of we don't have all the information, we don't know all the facts because they're not reading any of the information or reading any read. of the facts. They're like Leah and Michelle. They just can't read. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we start a rumour that Kyle and Dorita are illiterate? <laughs> yes, can we? I don't think they are that bright, which is obvious. I'm, I'm stating an obvious oh, here. Yeah. It's like, Crystal, you can tell Bish is smart. Sutton. When Crystal was talking to Dorit, Dorit looked like so out of her league. Yeah. Dumb as batshit. Correct. How many practice goes did it take for Dorit to learn how to spell Vuitton? You know what I mean? 
A fair few. She probably had to sit there and study that packaging. <laughs> Hashtag sad. This is when the hat shop ladies walk past the ski shop ladies. In the ski shop, it's Diana, Erica and Dorrit. Erica and Dorit start ducking so they can't see them. Yeah. Like, is it, are we kids? Are we playing hide and fucking seek? Also, is the cameraman ducking behind a mannequin as well? Because it's not going to work. Yeah, well, I didn't think of that, of course. <laughs> That's why Kathy came to the door, because she's like, oh, I see a film crew. That's our friends. Like, <laughs> yeah, there'd be camera operators, producers, audio operators. A boom mic. <laughs> there'd be a couple of assistants. There'd be at least half a dozen crew in there, right? Yeah. One of the things that I think it was Erica was on Watch What Happens Live, she said that... Before Kathy tried to come in, Crystal tried to come in, but they didn't use that shot. Mm. So, I also saw somewhere online, I think maybe from the trailer, someone cut out that scene at the end where sort of Crystal's talking to the group. Mm-hmm. Rinna says, shut the fuck up, Crystal, or something like that, what? and they cut that. Yeah. What do you mean, shut the fuck up, Crystal? She's shouting out, shut the fuck up, Crystal, or something Why? like that. Because Crystal was like spouting evidence. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know why they would cut out something that juicy. Yeah. Maybe they'd want to show it later in in like an unseen flashy. Maybe. Maybe. I want to know. I mean, we were led to believe that this is all about Kathy saying a slur, which I don't think ever happened. We'll get to that. But like with her on the door, the trailer sort of made out like they all hated Kathy when no, not the case. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so this is when we get that pukey montage of all of the hats Mm. because we go to this fucking hat store. No comment. This hat store happens to be, as much as it's pushed as being a hat store, I think it's a bar that sells hats. Oh, right. Because there's a full fucking bar. I'm like, it would be easier to sell hats in a bar than it would be to get a liquor license in a retail store. That's all I kept thinking. So, okay. I have a theory because they have Kathy's tequila, everyone. Do Did you, she bring it? <laughs> do you reckon when they were in the cafe and they were all like, where the fuck's Kathy? Do you reckon she was going to the next filming location and going, here's some of my tequila, can you put it behind the bar? Yeah. Yeah, good, good pickup. So then, in effect, she's buying back her booze. Oh, Yes. But, and also that makes sense why she was so unsteady walking into town because she had a bottle of tequila in her purse. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Perfect sense. Oh, yes, absolutely. So, and then we do find out later that Kyle actually closed the bar down just for their group. So there were no other punters in the bar. So How then- many people are clamouring to go to this hat store for a drink yeah. in the middle of the day in Aspen in ski season? Like how many people? I don't know, mate. I don't know. It's like she's hired the place out. Later, like, we see Kyle talking to the bartender after Kathy's upset. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely a setup. Anyway. Oh, yeah. We see then that Kathy's tequila is actually in a whole bunch of scenes that were shot in the season that we didn't get to see. Did you mm-hmm. notice that? Like, stacks of times Kathy's trying to talk about this tequila. But, yeah. And that's what I mean by, like, maybe they're saving that other stuff about Rena going off later because we didn't see half of these scenes of Kathy talking about the tequila. It's like they've saved I, it just for this Yeah, montage. I was sort of like, oh, I don't remember that. It was like a memento type thing. I was like, have I got memory issues? No, no, they yeah. saved it for this scene to make it appear like all Kathy did all season was talk about the tequila. Now, this is where Rena says she wants to try the 818 tequila Mm-hmm. because she's never tried it. Now, if you were friends with Kendall Jenner or if you were friends with Chris Jenner, surely you would have tried this tequila that came out May last year. You would have been invited to a launch party. Probably. I would have loved if she went up there and said, oh, can I have the Vita tequila? <laughs> <laughs> so she says in confessional, I have three friends that have tequila. I wanted to try the one I'd never tried before. Now, She went on and on about how sweet this 818 tequila was. And in one of the little flashy scenes, we saw her try this tequila of Kathy's and basically said she couldn't feel a fucking face. So she She knows what she's doing. She clearly does not like Kathy's tequila and she probably. Or Kathy. No, or Kathy. Now, I looked up this tequila because I was a bit curious and it's not actually Kathy's tequila or Nikki's tequila. 
Nikki and her husband invested in this tequila brand and so did Kathy. It's actually Eva Longoria's tequila brand. Oh, Rena would have tried it then. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Why didn't she say my friend Eva Longoria's brand? Because everyone would have gone on about how fucking good it was then. Oh, I'd love if she came on to Housewives. And then she should have said, by the way, Nikki and I have both invested in our friend Eva Longoria's tequila brand. Everyone would have gone on about how fucking great it was. Everyone. This is sort of what I've been pondering the past couple of weeks because Kathy doesn't need the money. No. So maybe she just really likes a tequila and wants it to succeed as a tequila. I just think she's invested a decent chunk into Eva Longoria. (laughs) (laughs) The goal of Rinna, someone who goes on to, takes the camera crew to come watch her sell dusters on TV, like the goal. I know. It's true. And then... Kathy says to her, like, oh, they have got my tequila. And she went, oh, yeah. And so then she went up and ordered the wrong thing. Like, yeah. Completely I mean, stirring. And the way she did it was so good, which is why Rina can defend herself, even if she's lying, because the way that she did it was so smooth. Well, I don't think that audio was said at that point in time because oh. the camera is on her back. Right. And when she says, Oh, can I try some of that 818? That's my friend Kendall. Kendall Jenner, is that her name? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's her tequila. The mouth doesn't match up with the sound. Oh, my God, really? No. Oh, so, every time I don't know that if they happens, grabbed, I miss them. <laughs> I don't know if they grabbed that audio from elsewhere. It's like she did say it. But, right. Okay. Or they wanted to clean a shot. I don't know. But At this point, Kathy's pissed and Kyle in confessional goes on and on about what a bad sport Kathy can be. You know your sister, Kathy, does not like to badmouth the family. She doesn't mm-hmm. badmouth you, Kyle. And she could have had a lot to say. So this whole confessional is not going to fucking go down well with Kathy. Look, Mo arrives at this point and Ugh. so they kind of stop with the bickering and they get drunk and finally have some fun. The other ladies wandering around near the other stores and Erica has to drop in front of Diana that the earrings that she is fucking wearing right in this scene Mm-mm. are now worth $1.3 million. Gross. Gross. She's disgusting. And then they go for fucking drinks and Dorit and Erica multiple times call themselves Aspen refugees. Oh, that was so inappropriate. If Sutton had referred to herself as a refugee in front of Diana, who we know was actually a war refugee, yeah. Diana would have fucking been livid and popped off. Everyone would have gone about how inappropriate that was and how dare you Sutton and basically you suck Sutton. I mean, even if they, if Diana wasn't there, it's still in such poor taste, I especially know. because you're staying in the nicest hotel in Aspen currently. Like, I know. We're you're refu- not a refugee, dolls. You're gross. I just think what? the point of how gross and insensitive it was hit home because of the fact that Diana is a war refugee. Yes, yeah. Like, gross. Like, I have family members who were war refugees because they came from the same place that Diana did. And, I mean, would I be offended by that? Probably not. But if it was in front of them, I would. It it just shows a complete lack of awareness. I know. And just they've got their heads up their own asses. both of them in this scene. So, Erica, first of all, so self-centered she doesn't even know Dorit's drink. We all know the drink order. I know, like, true. <laughs> when she didn't say carcass out, I was screaming at my TV band like, no, you forgot the carcass out, you dumb bitch. And then on the flip side, Dorit comes back and she's like, oh, oh, my dad, oh, you forgot the short glass. Oh, no, I have to drink out of a tall glass. I was like, you poor fucking thing, be grateful your friend ordered you a drink at all. So rude. They're both horrible. They are both horrible. And yet I do also think Dorit had a point being like, I should hang out with this friend because she's got – three of us, you've got five of us. I agree. I was kind of on her side. But then again, I do understand where Kyle is like, Dorit, you and your husband are so close to me and my husband. You spent Hanukkah with us. Like, they're going, I'm sorry, if someone is coming to your house for Shabbat, you're fucking close, right? Mm. Like, I get it. Kyle's is sort of like, let someone else go with Erica. You're my bestie. Who Who's left to go, though? Rina, She's alienated everyone. Rina, Rina and fucking Erica are this fucking Thelma and Louise bullshit. <laughs> Rina should have been with Erica and Dorit should have been with Kyle. I agree 100%. But I'm so glad Rina was there to order the tequila. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <Stir them> <laughs> it's so true. So back at the hat shop, this is why they light the hat on fire, people, to give it a distressed look. So 
We're paying $500 for a brand new hat that we want to make look old. I can't, yeah, I can't. I can't. I mean, I've already told you I don't do jeans with holes in them. I'm like, what for? I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm too old for that shit. I want my shit to last. <laughs> so, you know, I am buying jeans with holes in them. I think it's ridiculous. I used to love them, but now I'm old. I'm not fucking burning a hat that I just spent $500 on. What's wrong with people? That's crazy. I ain't got no time for that. Anyway, Dorit decides she has to FaceTime Kyle because she obviously is not going to the hat store. She tells Kyle that Erica doesn't want to go. Kyle isn't happy with her at all. And then I'm thinking, you know what, Kyle? Erica left you. Kathy's now leaving you. Dorit doesn't want to be with you. Maybe it's you, Kyle. Yeah, search inward. <laughs> and also maybe ask your snake friend Rinna to leave you as well because did you notice as soon as Kyle answers the FaceTime, Rinna's like pulling Kyle closer to like into the Ooh. scene and to like over here. She like full on shoves her into the centre of the room so she can listen. Oh. I'm like, that's not your friend. No. Anyway, Kyle hangs up on Dorit and she's cried and she's pissed and she's pissed at Erica. For a second there, Erica tells Dorit to go. This is bigger than my stuff, pretending to care. But then two seconds and she's going on about the fact that it's teams and, you know, doesn't anyone care that my lawsuit's been dismissed? I'm like, it's not fucking dismissed. It's not dismissed. <laughs> This is when Rinna says, I'm going to go find them. I'm going to go get them. I did enjoy the fact that Rinna is like walking the streets of Aspen with a solo cup. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Also, how big's Aspen? We're, we're talking one street here, yeah, aren't we? It's with like, like three, three stores. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then as soon as Rinna walks into this place where they're having drinks, all Erica can say is, dismissed without prejudice. And I'm like, mm. are you dumb? A case dismissed without prejudice means the opposite. It means it's not dismissed forever. The person whose case it is can try the case again. Like, oh, she is that's not a fucking win, bitch. That's a <laughs> pause. That's not a win. <laughs> fucking idiot. So Rina says she was going to go get them, but she doesn't go get them. She stays with them because next minute she's walking back into Kyle's house and Kyle's already there and she tells Kyle that they're eating pizza and that uh-huh. sends Kyle into a blubbering tailspin. Blubbering. She needs to calm down. Because they're eating pizza. <laughs> what was Kyle's plan for the dinner? Pizza. Oh. That's why. Because they were going to a bar and they were going to have pizza and she's like, why are they eating pizza now? We're supposed to have pizza later. So I get it. Oh, it's almost cares. like a, we definitely don't want to come. Did she not get that memo already when Erica moved out in the middle of the night and has refused to speak to her all day? Like, yeah, she's not coming for pizza. I mean, the best part is that as she's crying, Kathy pipes in and says, it doesn't feel good when people aren't there for you and I know what that's like. <laughs> oh, and they do not either understand or they just ignore oh, it completely. She, Kyle knows. I mean, you know your siblings' passive-aggressive stylings. Like, you know, yeah. even if they don't put on as much tone as Kathy did then in company, you know exactly what they fucking mean. I need to get Kim on the line. We need Kim I know. to have at least a confessional. We need Kim to be breaking down the family dynamics in confessional. Uh, imagine all three of them at once, oh. all fighting. The world would implode. Well, because I think that Kim, I get the impression rather that Kim sides with Kathy a lot. That's the uh, impression yeah. and vice versa. That's uh, yeah. the impression I get. Yeah. So anyway, some time kind of passes because we go to the rental house quickly and watch them wait for something to get ready for dinner. And then we're back at Kyle's as Dorit walks in and Kyle is still fucking crying, but she's just crying more and harder. Dorit tries yeah. to explain that she's just trying to be there for Erica and Kyle's like, I don't care, Dorit. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I loved that. The way that she did that was so whingy, like, I'm going to stamp my foot. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> I know. And, like, I've been wanting a Kyle breakdown for so long and I'm getting it. And I'm like, wait, she's not angry that Erica's defrauded people and has no yes. compassion. She's angry that <laughs> she's not at a house. She's angry that she packed her shit in the middle of the night and hasn't <laughs> seen her since. Agreed. <laughs> and as this was going on, like, her and Dorit, the first thing I thought of was Mo's not going to be happy about this. Oh, his, his sister friendship. wife's fighting. Exactly. And 
next minute he walks in and makes Peacemaker and literally says for the sake of he and PK. I'm like, you're cheeky, Mo. These women are fighting and you're literally saying, please don't fight because I'm friends with your husband. How fucking dare he interrupt one scene that we've been wanting for years? It's true. How dare he? I know, it's true. As much as I was like, that's really cheeky of you, Mo, I was like, this could have been fucking gold. Stay out of it. Don't resolve conflict. (laughs) And also, like, we could have Erica screaming at Sutton for hours on end and he's silent. But as soon as his two little sister wives, as soon as they have an argument, he's there, he's peacemaker, he's resolving things like he's the UN. You really think they're sleeping together, don't you, him and Dorit? I believe there is a crush. It might not have developed, but I believe they are crushing. Okay, fine. Fair enough. I mean, how could you not crush on Mo, particularly when you have to look at PK every day? Well, it's like apples and oranges, isn't it? Like, well, it's like, it's like apples and um, off mouldy oranges. <laughs> Pumpkins. <laughs> okay, so they go to dinner because they've got to put a pin in it or whatever, or does that come later? Oh, they're all putting pins in things. It's like they're bloody voodoo dolls. Yeah. Okay. So at dinner, did you notice that Rina orders a Don Julio tequila? She is a bitch. Yeah, she is a bitch. I guess they didn't have Kathy's tequila there. I don't know. I reckon that Kathy would have gone into every fucking place in Aspen that sold alcohol and put a bottle of her tequila there. And you know what? If I had a store and Kathy Hilton came in and gave me a bottle of tequila, exactly. yeah, I'd sell it. The funny thing is when we, like a couple of scenes ago, saw the flashies that we hadn't seen of the montage of every time Kathy mentioned the tequila, not one of those times, well, I was going to say not one of those times did she get the recognition that she was looking for, but then I'm like, no, they kind of fucking did at the beginning of the season when they all drank it, except Rinna in the scene blurted out that it burned her fucking face off. So yeah. I don't know. Well, I think Kathy just maybe she pulled the wrong rein going the guerrilla marketing aspect and just introducing it slyly into scenes. You've just got to have an event yes, where something dramatic happens if you really want to yeah, promote a product. Yeah, have a dinner and promote the product. You're right. Just have a dinner. Yeah, you're right. It's true. Have a dinner with Eva Longoria there. Oh, that would have gotten camera time oh for sure. Oh, my God. Why wouldn't she be saying it? I don't understand. And you know how, like, she wasn't in the first half of this season? Do you think she was? she holding out for contracts to be like, you know, let me get at least six mentions of this tequila in? Maybe. <laughs> then I'll sign on the line. I mean, she was definitely holding out for more money. Yeah. I only have a problem that Kathy wasn't on my TV, not that she was holding out for more money. Exactly. Dorit is defending herself to the ladies, saying Erica was crying and really upset, blah, blah, blah. And then in walks Erica and Diana, and Dorit takes Erica straight to the bar, which I don't get. Why is she saying, oh. come to me to the bar? I don't get and it's that. Like, there's eight people in a room. Like, you're really going to go hide before saying hi to the <laughs> others. Like, relax. And then Kyle can't take it. She just walks over. And this is when Erica and Kyle talk. Kyle says, I just wanted you to show a little empathy. I never believe that you stole anything, blah, blah, blah. And Erica's like, who? To who should I be showing this empathy? And Kyle's like, the victims. No lawyer is going to say you can't show a little empathy. Erica just repeats, they're not my victims. I'm not responsible. And finally, she does say the words, I feel very bad for those people. And, (laughs) And then she says, but they won't be taken care of for a long while. And right now everything's coming at me. So I'm like, so you're saying that you're just going to postpone empathy? And she's not wrong. A lot of the money that's owed to the victims, they're not going to see their money because you've got all these other you've got all these other creditors that have secured claims. So basically they're made the priority. So out of the five hundred million, half a billion dollars that is owed, 79 million of it is secured claims. We all know there's no fucking money. They're in a bankruptcy. So Mm. the 79 million that's owed to like companies that loaned the law firm money for cases, they're going to get their money first. There's not going to be anything left for the fucking victims. Yeah, and, and it's just really sad because, like, they were victims before you came along, Erica, before Tom came along. I know. Like, their yeah. struggles have been ongoing for a lot longer than yours. A hundred percent. Meanwhile, Crystal and Dorit are talking and Crystal says, you know, what we've all been saying, that if Erica wants compassion, she wants compassion from the ladies but can't show compassion for the victims. And this is when Dorit brings up the article showing Erica's quote-unquote win 
and says mm-hmm. we don't have all the info. And I'm just thinking because you won't fucking read it in black and white, you ignoramus. But <laughs> Crystal obviously knows that it's not a real win, that it's a pause. And she, But she says, I live with a moral compass and want the people I surround myself with to share that. I loved that. Me too. I mean, we all know that unless there is evidence to prove she knew and we have not seen said evidence, we know she is not going to lose the cases where they're suing Erica for money because she was connected with Girardi Keys. Like we know that. She just in real time won one of those. Mm -hmm. And that's because they're going after Tom as a third party and in California – So, you know, the case where you've got lawyers who worked in in conjunction with Tom Girardi on cases, they shared the case, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So those lawyers are trying to sue Girardi case, but Tom doesn't actually owe those lawyers any fiduciary duty. And so thereby Erica doesn't owe them any fiduciary duty. That's the law in America or the law in California that if me in law company A goes to you in law company B and says, hey, help me out with this case. Law company B doesn't owe me any legal duty at all. Uh huh. You don't have to come to me and say, hey, listen, I'm having financial troubles. I don't owe you that. It's ridiculous. I don't understand how that makes any sense, but they don't. So that's why they can't go after Erica because they technically can't even go after Tom. They can only yeah. go after Girardi Keys, who is bankrupt. But what Crystal's point is that morals and the law are two completely different things. They are and two completely different things. She's effectively said, you don't have a moral compass if you're standing with Erica, which This is was why fantastic. Erica keeps arguing legal, 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 because she knows that morally she has no leg to stand on, but legally she does. So just like anyone who is considered a great arguer, they only will argue the narrative of the point they can win. Yeah. And she is right when it comes to that particular thing. But no one's bringing up the fact that she lied to the IRS because (sighs) she's completely guilty of that. She signed tax returns that lied to the IRS. So she's going to owe them money. And when we get to that, all she's going to say is, I can't talk about it. Uh Uh-huh. She'll just say, I can't talk about case that is in litigation because she knows she's wrong. Watch that happen. Anywho. That's okay. Yeah. I just get so fired up about all this. So the rest of them are playing pool. They're eating and drinking. Kathy wants Kyle to moonwalk. Sutton and Crystal are talking and we look over and Erica and Rinna and Kyle are like joking about Erica's behaviour last night. Uh, They turn on a dime. They do. And it's like we can say that there is a double standard in the group, but realistically speaking, there is – a group of women on this show who are friends off the show and they are not friends with Sutton, with Crystal, with Garcelle. They're just not. Yeah. And that's why there's a double standard. So as much as I'm like we're seeing the women argue this isn't fair, it's like, well, they're actually friends and this is what people are like with their real friends. So, But it looks like, you know, we've got Kathy, Crystal, Garcelle, they're all friends now, Sutton. Yes. And I'm loving it. And I love this, like, taking turns dynamic that they have. Like, yes. Sutton and Garcelle barely did anything this episode. Yes, it was Crystal's turn. Yes. It, and then it'll switch because they're like, it's a lot of heat. Yes. So we'll just keep well, recycling. You even saw that in the little tidbit where Sutton says to Crystal, I'm taking a back step on this one. And Crystal's like, got it. As in, like, no problem. I'm like, yes, Queen. And Crystal's Loved handling it. them. Like, this is what we wanted from Crystal. And She's finally delivering. Well, because we all know that Sutton finds it very difficult to form a concise thought. And Mm -hmm. so, but Crystal, on the other hand. Oh, she's so good at it. So good at it. So this, like, at first at the beginning of the season, I was like, man, we don't need Crystal anymore. But I'm like, we need Crystal as long as Erica is on this show. We really do. Yeah. Um, As you said, Crystal's finally turned up for her shift and I'm fucking here for it. She's oh. doing overtime. She, oh, I'm so excited now that we're talking about it. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> so, look, Crystal wants to talk to Erica because she's like, I'm not fucking happy about how she spoke to me last night, which was going back to your point at the beginning of the yeah. episode. It's like, yeah, you're not showing compassion for the victims. You're not showing compassion for us. We're on TV with you. Like, well, they say we're friends, but we know what we that know. means. 
And then Erica just puts it back on Crystal, basically saying like, what you want from me is your problem. It's not my, it's not my problem to give you what you want, that kind of thing. And, you know, blah, 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 legal, legal, legal. And Krista's like, stop. argument was bullshit. I know. She's like, stop making it about legal. Like, why can't you show compassion? And she's like, I've already done that. And it's like, what, when? The one-liner you gave last year at Reunion? Yeah, and then she's talking about, like, I've always been nice to you, Crystal, and they're flashing back to, what was that? Mexico. Was that this year? Like, I've already forgotten that. Yeah, it was this year. Do you remember when Sutton and Crystal were talking about their little issue again? The dark thing. Yes. Yes. But that was so long ago, girl. When we were watching that, we were like, Erica's trying to bring Crystal into her fold because she's like, cool, another person that can hate Sutton. So it's like you weren't being nice to her just to be nice to her. You were being nice to her because her issue was with Sutton. You wanted another person to hate Sutton. Exactly. And she's saying, I've been nothing nice to you. But I was like, didn't you just like interrogate her eating disorder and say like you should take laxatives? Like that's maybe that's not being outwardly mean, but it was certainly insensitive and the opposite of nice. You were nice to her once when it suited you. And it was so long ago, we've all forgotten. And then she says, maybe I shouldn't have been nice to you. Like, whoa, what what a a window to a dark soul that she's got to do this tit for tat. But Crystal... I love the fact that Crystal sort of says you're making me feel like an asshole or you're calling me an asshole, and she's like, "You are an asshole." Did you see Garcelle's face? Garcelle does not like name calling. Well, yeah, it's if anyone else did it, she, they'd be crucified. See, but if Erica gets away with it. Someone called me an asshole. I just because I'm such a swearer and have such potty mouth, I'm not bothered by someone calling me an asshole. But like, she's not an asshole. Like, no, she's it doesn't not. stick at all. Doesn't seem to bother Crystal because the two seconds she just starts bringing up the earrings again, and Erica says Erica Girardi was dismissed today, and it's like, but there are still victims, bitch. Like yeah. we're focusing on your win. Even Crystal says something like, "We shouldn't be celebrating this." Was it Crystal that said it? Crystal's saying a lot of great points, so let's just attribute that to her. As much as Erica is not necessarily wrong about the legal stuff in this instance, are we all forgetting that back in 2019? when Edelson PC was suing Tom Girardi and Girardi Keys, a federal court judge called Tom a two-bit crook and called what he did to the Lion Air victims an embarrassment. I'm like, a federal court judge called your husband a two-bit crook and you're trying to say that there's no shit on you? Do you know what I mean? It's just... I get that legally she's going to get away with it, but morally a federal court judge in court documents called your hubby a two-bit crook and you by extension. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just – and this was back when we thought it was only $2 million. We're up to $500 million. Wow. $41 million of that money went into your bank accounts, yours and Tom's. And Mikey Minden's. <laughs> $41 million. We've got 682 claims against the estate. Can we not celebrate her when all of that is going on? It just it, it's disgusting. It's just it's just repugnant. She is repugnant. Sorry, she yeah. makes me so mad. All right. Carl wants to put a pin in it and go to a club, so I should put a pin in it. And we get this super that says later that night. Chills. Oh, I love I love it when we go to black with just these little supers like later that night. So oh. Yeah, go, sorry. I was just like, oh, that's just my reaction. Oh, okay, right. Oh. So they're in a car. Kathy says, oh, if I don't get in, you guys go because she's wearing like cargo pants and shit, whatever. Then <gasps> several hours later. Oh. I know, right? Then we get a text message on screen from Rina to Erica. This is what the text message read. I got into a sprinter with Kathy and she had an absolute meltdown. I've never heard or seen anything like it in my life. Anger, screaming, throwing things, crying. I'm locked in my room. The hatred that just came out of her towards her sister. I'm speechless. Kathy's text to Lisa. Silence is golden. I am staying silent. Four love heart emojis. What the fuck? It's all bullshit is what it is. So all the while in confessional, we have Rinna saying, the world thinks Kathy is something she's not. I'm like, what is going on? Rinna and Erica had decided to deflect and they've concocted a story. Like, I'm sorry, if the only proof you have 
is a text message from Lisa Renner. Lisa Munchausen Renner. <laughs> Lisa Coke in the bathroom Renner. Lisa close to death Renner. I apologize, but I am not believing that. I am not taking that to the bank. No. And the thing is, she's in that text, she says, I've never seen a meltdown screaming and shouting like that. I was like, where were you five hours earlier or last night? Or any time you've been with Erica. Or when they were overseas and Kim was talking about Harry Hamlin and she smashed a glass like she was going to fucking, what do you call that, shiv her. She's like, going to shank her. Yeah. <laughs> shank her with a shiv. I'm sorry, this yeah. is the most delicious fucking TV. <laughs> She's a fucking liar. Yeah. And, I, okay, can I imagine that Kyle and Kathy had a fight that night? Sure. 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 I wonder if there was more of Kathy's tequila there and no one wanted to take photos with it. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And I'm sure she's got a little bit of pent-up anger against Kyle, but, like, that's for them to deal with it. Because she let it go. I remember before even Kyle was like, you know, Kathy's acting like everything's fine now. Maybe she's just let it go. I'll let it go too. That's what family does. It doesn't mean it's okay. It means we're putting a pin in it because I'm in your house with your friends filming for an international TV show. I get it. I I think if anything actually did happen, Rinna would have whipped out, whipped her, out phone. her phone. Yeah. And we can see it was charged. I mean, we saw the screenshot. No, she's a liar. You locked yourself in your room. Get she's fucked. desperate and it's not going to work. And I don't think anyone's buying it. So do you reckon they're doing this to deflect from all the Erica shit? Yes. Wow. Yes. There's nothing there. If all her receipts, like she said, I've got receipts and it's just a text message from her. Like, so what if fucking... Kyle and Kathy had a fight. My sister and I used to have fucking screaming matches. We'd get up in each other's faces, but, like, we weren't scared of each other. So stay the fuck out of it. It's me and my sibling having a fucking blow up. Back the fuck off. Back off. And if she does yell at Kyle, she had it coming. (laughs) (laughs) She had it coming. (laughs) She did. (laughs) She only had the hats to blame. Oh, man. Look. I go off about Erica way worse than you go off about Kyle, so I have no problem with it. I love it. It just this just reeks of conspiracy and deflection. I know. And- I can't wait though. I can't wait to hear the sides of what all of them are saying. And my guess is the person that cries first, or except for Kyle because she's always a crybaby, the person that cries first is the one that's lying because they think that they're going to lose their argument. Have you noticed that when two people, like I'm thinking at reunion, in my head I'm picturing Rinna have like bunny tears. Oh, yeah. And I've noticed that especially with these women that as soon as they think they're going to lose their argument, they start crying because they're trying to go for a different form of sympathy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like I said, except for Kyle because she's a fucking crybaby. Yeah. She cries at everything, which I I mean, I relate. I'm a crybaby, so. Well, this is all bullshit, so we'll wait and see how how it pans out. I don't know even know how many weeks we've been in Aspen. I am so happy to just stay in Aspen for the rest of the season. Oh, move them to the city. Yeah, it's, oh, but no, but then they'll get used to the altitude. We need them to just visit Aspen three times a year. That's yes, what we need. Yes, just keep going up different mountains. Just keep, like, go to Aspen for a week, go back to LA for two weeks, go back to Aspen. We need them to never get used to the altitude. Never have equilibrium. Never. <laughs> How fucked are we? <laughs> oh, my God, we're the best. Well, uh, that's the end of the episode. There was no next week because it was a to be continued. We're done over Red Rover for the week. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you'd like to like and subscribe and all that bullshit, please do. And all that bullshit, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, hon. All right, I'll see you next okay. week. Bye. Bye.